Hey friends, welcome back. This is the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast, Episode 3. Can trust be repaired? Broken trust and how to create trust within yourself to build stronger confidence. Before I jump into the episode, I'd like to share one of the reviews left by one of my listeners. This review is left by Gal Girl 11 Heather Edwards, the Crazy Confidence Coach podcast is a dynamic and insightful journey into the world of confidence building. Her expertise in coaching and diverse range of individuals shines through each episode, offering practical advice and actionable steps to bridge the gap between current self and aspirational self. With a blend of inspiration and pragmatic tips, this podcast is a valuable tool for anyone looking to elevate their mindset and achieve their goals with newfound robust confidence. Wow. Thank you so much, Gal Girl 11 for your amazing review. If you are enjoying the podcast and haven't had time to leave a review, would you do me the biggest favor and take a moment to scroll down and find the five stars and leave a quick review? This is how I know that you're enjoying the podcast and it helps other people find me who are searching for ways to build confidence. Are your big dreams sitting on the shelf collecting dust? Do you second guess yourself or question how you would handle it if you tried and it didn't work out? Listen, what is the cost of not going for it? Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. My name is Heather Edwards. I'm a master certified life coach. If you've been looking for a blueprint for how to stop being a paralyzed perfectionist, this is for you. I'll share how to uncover what is keeping you from doing what you really want to do, bridging the gap between who you are and who you want to be. We will tackle how to use mind management to get rid of negative thinking, procrastination, and anxiety. Along the way, I'll sprinkle in a little inspiration to keep you motivated. One thing is for sure, you will come away more confident and ready to do whatever you put your mind to. Let's do this. Did someone in your world break your trust? Maybe it was your friend, a boyfriend, a parent, or if you're married, maybe it was your spouse. Maybe it was someone at work, a teammate, or your boss. Or there's a vendor that you do business with who always makes promises that they just don't keep. Many times in our lives, we will encounter others that betray us in some way. They break promises, they break contracts, they simply don't behave in a way that is trustworthy. This can feel really devastating. It breaks our hearts. And at times, depending on who it is and what the offense was, it can create a huge hole in our hearts. And we just don't know how to fill it. Oftentimes, it's so big, it feels as if it can never be filled or repaired. Most likely, you have a person picked out in your mind right now. As you're listening to this, you may even be shaking your head or thinking, yes, I do have someone who broke my trust. You're listening with anticipation and looking for, how do I fix it? What do I do to repair it? Do I confront the person? Do I just let them get away with it? What do I do? My answer may come as a big surprise. My answer has more to do with you than it does with them. I want you to take just a little bit of a moment to place your hand on your heart and take three really deep breaths. No, for real, I'm serious. Stop what you're doing. Unless you're driving or operating machinery, of course. But even if you are, you can still take these three long, deep and controlled breaths. Then we're going to do a small exercise where you fill in the blanks with your information. Blank, you broke my trust. And I am blank by it. 
your second blank will be whatever feeling you have about it. So it would look like this. Maybe it's Fred. Fred, you broke my trust and I'm super disappointed by it. You will, of course, fill in your own name and your own feeling. Then I want you to follow it up like this. For example, Fred, you broke my trust and I'm really disappointed, but I'm going to choose to forgive you and release this. And notice what are your thoughts that flood to your brain when I ask you to do that? I'm not ready for to forgive this person for what they did. You just don't know how badly they hurt me, Heather, or it just isn't forgivable. What they did is just not forgivable. Or maybe you have a thought, I wish I could forgive them. I wish I could trust them again, but I don't know how. So consider this. What if forgiveness and trust is a choice? It's your choice. The even greater point in all of this is that you and your thoughts are what are preventing you from having peace around this break in trust. Don't worry, I hear you. Your brain is creating thoughts like, I'm not responsible for their behavior. You are 100% correct. I'm not asking you to forgive what happened to break the trust you once had. What I'm asking you to do is to allow you to have peace around the break in trust. Why am I asking you to do this? You cannot and never will be able to control what other people do to you or how they show up, period. End of story. Having control over other people and their actions is an illusion. If you are anything like me, you like the idea of control, of course. You like consistency, you love to be shown respect, and you want to trust the people you love and care for. Heck, we even expect people to that we don't know, we expect to be able to trust them. So what is the benefit of forgiving someone who has broken your trust? We tend to believe that this is giving the person who broke our trust a break. Somehow they're getting off. They aren't having to pay for what they did. This may be true, but what I want you to understand is that I'm not advocating for you to trust the person or step back into whatever situation that you are in. I'm simply asking you to consider letting go of the thoughts that are creating the pain in you right now. This gift, this gift of forgiveness is a gift for you, not the other person. The other person doesn't ever even have to know. Why would you want to go through the trouble of forgiving someone when they've broken your trust? First, you have more room in your brain for more productive thoughts. Oftentimes, when a breach of trust happens, you spend a ton of time reviewing the story in your mind and you'll reinforce it by telling the story to other people. This not only reinforces your disappointment, it increases your emotions of anger or sadness and it prevents you from healing. By forgiving the other person, it allows your brain to move on to something better. Second, It creates more freedom for you to experience a new circumstance that will likely outshine this negative one. When you are feeling hurt or not trusting, you tend to put up walls, you retreat, or you stay in a safe place. This may look like avoiding interactions with others, or maybe you just stay clear of the person or the place that created your trust issue. It inadvertently also prevents you from having another experience that has the potential to outshine the old one. By forgiving you create space for new. Third, it allows you to be more confident in yourself. Have you ever noticed when someone hurts or breaks your trust, it challenges your belief in your worthiness. We have thoughts like, 
I'm worth more than that, which is this convincing thought. It's this thing that you're telling yourself, and it's almost as if you're trying to convince yourself that you're worth more than that. In truth, the person breaking your trust is the one with an issue, not you. They typically don't trust themselves to do what they're supposed to do. That's exactly why they're not trustworthy. You and only you can be sure of your worth. No amount of action or inaction by another person will make you worthy or unworthy. You are worthy right now, exactly who you are today. This is great news because that means nobody can take it away. But what if you're not feeling worthy? What if you don't trust yourself? Before we wrap up today's podcast, let's talk about ways that you might be breaking your own trust because you must trust yourself to be confident and believe that in your abilities and capabilities. When you believe in yourself, you're more likely to feel positive and know your own value. You won't need other people to approve of you. When you do not trust yourself, your confidence tends to be low and it will ebb and flow with situations that don't feel good, like when someone breaks your trust. So let's look at what causes the lack of trust within yourself and how it hurts your confidence. Number one, not following through on commitments to yourself or others. Whether it's eating more than two cookies out of that Oreo bag or not drinking at that holiday party you're attending. Every time you make a plan and you don't follow through, you're telling yourself you're not trustworthy. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you aren't 100% sure that you're committed to do something, consider not making that plan at all. It's better to follow through with your commitments than making commitments that you don't follow through. Second, second guessing yourself. Yep, degrading to your confidence. You're smart, unique, and special. God made you that way. When you have an intuition or a thought about doing something, just do it. So what if it doesn't work out? You will get feedback in the form of learning and information to do it better next time. Second guessing often leads to inaction, and inaction leads to feeling insecure and unworthy. Nike really does have the best slogan for this. Just do it. Number three, not being honest with yourself and others. Being impeccable with your word when you aren't, it hurts your confidence. Sometimes we say or do things out of integrity, even without intending to do so. If you find yourself in that situation, just correct it and move on. Each time this happens, we think a little less of ourselves. Ironically, it also makes us doubt the integrity of others because we're questioning if they're being honest. So best policy, be honest with yourself and others. Number four, your self-talk or the way you talk to yourself. When you beat yourself up each time you make a mistake or you pick apart your humanness all the time, you will not trust yourself. Consider this question each time you speak to yourself. Would I speak to my five-year-old self like this? Imagine peering down at you at five years old and speaking to yourself that exact way. If you wouldn't speak to your five-year-old self the way you're speaking to yourself now, then throw it out the window. Figure out something else to say to yourself. It's not productive and it kills your confidence. Number five. Comparing yourself to other people. Other people and their lives are great to view for inspiration or an example, but you will never get where you want to be by comparing your story to theirs. 
you may be looking at their chapter, maybe it's their 20th chapter, and you're in your first chapter. Conversely, it does you no good to compare your 20th chapter to their first chapter. Behind every single person, there is a world that you know nothing about. I promise I have learned this the hard way. When you live a life of comparison with others, you will erode your confidence every single time. Number six, constantly seeking reassurance from others. Look, I love feedback. I mean, who doesn't? But keep in mind, the more you need from others, the more your happiness, trust, and confidence depend on an outside influence. Find ways to reassure yourself, whether it's putting affirmations on a post-it and saying great things to yourself in the morning, whether it's appreciating yourself for who you are and keeping a book of all your accomplishments, whatever it is, find ways to reassure yourself. Lastly, gossiping about others, talking about people with other people without the person that you're speaking about in attendance. There is value in social sharing, but consider the intentions behind what you're saying. If what you're sharing has social value, share the information as long as it's true and you have the permission to share it. Like sharing about the Crazy Confidence Coach podcast, gossip away, tell everybody you know. But Is the information going to hurt the person that you're speaking about? If it is, then just don't share it. When we gossip for attaining power over someone, we are typically not speaking with high integrity. You want to be confident in your abilities to be trustworthy. And you may notice that you don't trust other people when they share or gossip, even when the information is juicy and fun and you like knowing the information. You'll also notice if you don't participate in gossiping, people gossip with you less and most likely they gossip about you less. Either way, you build more trust in yourself and trust builds confidence. The question remains, can trust be repaired? Trust can be repaired, but sometimes that repair is required within yourself. Look, I know that there are times when we just want to stop feeling hurt or broken after a breach in trust. Each circumstance is different and each person is different in how they will handle that breach in trust. If you have a situation that you want to get to a place of peace and you just can't seem to find it, I can help you with that. Go to thecrazyconfidencecoach.com or call 512-529-1768 to schedule your appointment with me today. I would love to help you. Thank you so much for joining me. If you took away at least one little nugget of goodness that will help you grow your confidence, would you do me a huge favor? Will you pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? By leaving that review, you help other people just like you find my podcast and you help me continue to bring quality tips and tools to the podcast. To be totally honest, I've yet to meet one person who doesn't have at least one area of their life that they could use a little crazy confidence boost. Hey, if you just want to fast track your crazy confidence journey, let's hop on a one-on-one call and figure out what's holding you back. I hope to see you next week. Love you big.